Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Badass Women's Hour XL on Talk Radio. Supersized free speech for switched on women. That's so fine, it blows my mind. Badass Women's Hour XL with Harriet Minter, Natalie Campbell, and Emma Sexton. The Vampire Strikes Back on Talk Radio. Welcome back to Badass Women's Hour XL with me, Harriet Minter, Natalie Campbell and Emma Sexton here on Talk Radio. Uh, coming up the next hour, it's packed. We have got the founder of the Women of the World Festival, Jude Kelly, Artistic Director at London South Bank, created this incredible festival which runs every year for three or four days packed full of amazing women doing incredible things we're going to find out how she came up with the concept and actually makes it work year after year plus of course our badass balls ups your problems our answers uh what we're looking at this week let's see what good ones we've got uh, when you're ready to get a promotion how do you move up uh going freelance and you're just not matching your full-time salary and know that one mm-hmm. uh, and really bad pmt we're talking a lot about periods today so that kind of a day isn't it uh, but first up, we have uh, on the line Jude Kelly. Um, coming up, we will have Jude Kelly. She's not quite ready. We'll have her in a minute. Uh, also coming up later to, this afternoon. Later this afternoon. It's this evening. <laughs> Just lost track of this. Right. I've You're lost right track. Do you know what? I need a, I need a glass of Nat's red wine. Oh, That's what I need. Do. Yeah, I do. It's <laughs> Saturday night. Uh, jazz singer Zara McFarlane. She is coming up later on this evening as well. We're going to be chatting to her about her career and like how she got started. That's what we're talking about. Uh now, what has been your highlight so far of the show? What have you been enjoying? Um, well, I'm looking forward to our next conversation because we've all been to WOW mm. um, and we've all been to the South Bank. And I think it's really interesting the work that they've done over the last few years to bring in international talent to produce really diverse shows and content. Um, and from Women of the World, we then had the Being a Man Festival, we, uh, there's a festival that showcases uh, Africa and it's just it's a place I don't know if anyone remembers South Bank back in the day before the regeneration the South Bank as a place wasn't a particularly nice a place a to be concrete jungle wasn't yeah. It? yeah and so that whole stretch and it's beyond the sort of the art the, in, the, the artistry that whole stretch wasn't somewhere that you'd want to be and actually it's a cultural haven the food market just just everything about it so I, I, I love the South Bank I love the festivals um, so I'm looking forward to finding out the backstory to how it happened because it's been going for a lot longer than I even realised well let's do that now because we do we've now got the lovely Jude Kelly on the phone hi Jude 
Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so Nat was talking there about you know, South Bank as it was 10, 15 years ago and it wasn't this cultural beacon that it is today. Mm. How on earth did you go from that <laughs> to getting the Women of the World Festival up and running? Tell us how it began. Um, well, I, I joined the South Bank Centre as the Artistic Director 12 years ago mm-hmm. and um, there was a lot to do, it's true. There was a lot to do to make it a place that belongs to everybody. That's mm-hmm. always something that I completely believe in. We all believe that, this, uh, that the arts are a human right and that they're the most magnificent way of telling people's stories and especially people's stories who perhaps you know, are rarely heard. And as a woman leading the organisation, eight years ago I felt that I wanted to really express the idea that girls and women make brilliant things happen, they've done brilliant things in history, but unfortunately that history is often fairly invisible, perhaps not known well enough, so I thought I'd start a festival, celebrating everything that girls and women do and have done, but also making us really be candid about the things that still are obstacles. And, um, you know, obviously, as the artistic director, I, I could make that happen. So I did. I mean, that sounds a bit glib, but really it was a question of saying, well, the, the time is now. Let's let's do it. So you and, should... uh, it's been a great success. Jude, usually when women start something, we were hearing from one female founder earlier in the show, and she was saying, everyone said, oh, you know, it's, for, it's a thing for women. We don't know if there's a market for that. <laughs> did you get any of that pushback when you started? How did you overcome it? Um, well... Actually, in a way, I, I suppose I was um, needing to persuade people because, you know, this was before Malala was shot, before the Delhi rape, before Boko Haram had kidnapped the first group of young women, uh, obviously before Harvey Weinstein. It was when women, young women were still saying, I'm not a feminist. Mm. Yeah. Um, I mean, still that word is difficult for many people, but it's a lot less difficult than it used to be. But I suppose I was really wanting people to understand that actually, you know, most women buy tickets for cultural events. Most women buy books. Women are in the front line of doing so many things to change, to make, to speak out about things. And so there was some fear that maybe, you know, it, 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 it wouldn't be popular. But from the moment we opened the doors on that very first day, literally thousands of people joined. And it wasn't just women, it was boys and men as well. So that made me think that my instinct was right. And in in the end, you know, as an artist, you have to follow your instincts. You have to do what you believe in. Um, and then I think I heard you say, as I came on, that, um, I mean, four years ago, I started being a man um, because I also feel very strongly that boys and men need time, space and permission to work out what, they think is happening now about gender equality because mm-hmm. it's a it's a huge cultural shift it's a huge change of story and that's something which you know they need to be able to catch up on and think about yeah emma jude um, when you set it up in uh, when you set the women of the world festival up in 2010 mm. how has your vision that you had in 2010 20- and to what it is now is everything that you're doing now in line with that vision has anything changed is it yeah where are you now with that hindsight uh well i I, a lot of the things i started then uh have strengthened in the way that i hoped they would you know i always wanted it to be a festival i always say it's not a symposium it's not a a, an academic conference you know if you're a woman or you know a woman then it'll be for you I never wanted it to be something that was didactic, and I wanted it to be really for everybody, which is why the programme is so wide. 
Um, and it's why we have the market and the um, the kind of bites and the, the speed mentoring, lots and lots of ingredients so that anybody can get involved at a soft level or a hard level. I suppose what has changed is just the the incredible popularity of it and therefore we've had to sort of extend it. It's not Friday, Saturday and Sunday anymore. It's, you know, it, it lasts more than that. I've added into it the um, Women in Creative Industries Award, mm-hmm. which is very exciting. Right from the beginning, we we made the festival out of these things called think-ins where we invited lots of people to come and join and say, like, if you, if you were running this festival, who would you want to talk? What would you want to discuss? What would you want to make sure didn't get left out? And again, right from the beginning, you know, I didn't want it to be about one group of women. Traditionally, you could say, well, those people who had uh, confidence and the right to a platform in their heads, they were the ones that were assertive. And I knew that we needed to make sure that class, race, disability, sexuality, all of those had to be what they call intersections. You know, you had to make it a festival that heard everybody's stories equally and made people understand that uh, a different world of gender equality couldn't just be a swap-in. You know, you couldn't just go, well, all the things that men have got, women are just going to take over. Mm. Because actually the world of, you know, the world currently is unequal in lots of ways. Mm. And so I, I suppose the thing that's been exciting is that first kind of faith that somehow it needed to be about many different kinds of women and the interest in each other's stories, knowing that not one story could tell the whole story. Um, that seems to have got better and better, and I'm, I'm so glad. I'm very, very grateful for all the girls and women who've taken part who aren't me, you know. <laughs> and, <laughs> you're taking it glo- and you're taking it globally now. You've just got back from Australia, haven't you? Yeah, I got back from Australia. I had a phone call this morning from Nigeria. <laughs> Two weeks ago, I was in Russia. Week before that, I was in Canada. It's absolutely incredible. I mean, you have to know, of course, that this isn't just that the WOW Festival is, is now in, well, it's now in, a, in 18 countries and it's building all the time. But obviously, there's so many um, parts of the women's movement now that are literally, um, you know, getting people new ways of talking about things, new senses of having the courage, really, to look at stories that are very difficult. And so WOW seems to be a very good vehicle, both for celebration and interrogation. And I feel just very glad that it's gaining in such popularity. And that's really why I've decided to leave South Bank Centre now. Twelve years has been a great time. I've loved it. But there's so much that we can do uh, at this very critical time. I really do think in my lifetime this is the biggest thing I've seen Mm -hmm. in terms of um, a change of attitude toward gender. Mm-hmm. Matt? So I know that the, the festival isn't about big names or icons, but one of the things I've really appreciated over the years is being able to hear hear from women that are icons that I probably wouldn't have had, had access to um, in my lifetime or even their lifetime. So Dr. Angela Davis is, is one of yeah. those that springs to mind. Who has been your favourite, if you can even pick one, who has been your favourite person <laughs> to sit down with and, and uh, hear from? Uh, well, she definitely was one of them, I have to say. Mm. You know, she was amazing. Angela Davis was amazing, not just her kind of incredible sweep over history that she's had, and, um, you know, the personal courage she's brought to bear, mm-hmm. but her enormous sense of humour and compassion, yeah. which is absolutely obvious. And, in fact, most of the women I've had the, the, um, the pleasure of talking to 
have displayed this kind of combination of sanity, courage, and humour. Um, <laughs> you know, Shirley Williams, our, our, you know, mm. our very own Baroness Shirley Williams, you know, she has been an amazing inspiration, I think, because she's, she's stayed with politics all her life, mm. and she stayed with the commitment to women all her life. So she, she's been pretty extraordinary. Um, obviously, meeting Malala, she was, she's the real deal. And so is her father, actually. I mean, when we did WOW in Bradford, she was due to come. She was sick. Her dad came instead, and he gave this brilliant speech to the f- mothers and fathers of very young um, second-generation Pakistani or Bangladeshi kids, basically saying, don't clip the girls' wings. Mm, yeah. Give them a chance. And he made a massive impact on the parents. And that that's been a very significant thing to witness. Um, I think that um, the, the, well, Nimco Ali and Leila Hussein, mm-hmm. who first stood up very early on, the very first year that we did um, the WOW Festival, they did a bite, a little tiny 10-minute talk about FGM. Mm-hmm. And obviously, since then, that's another story that has changed in its, its dimensions. It's now a global movement. Yeah. Um, you know, brave, brave to do it. Um, I suppose that's the thing I've most noticed. And uh, cryptes, I must mention that. The women like Liz Carr, the actress and activist Liz Carr, you know, taking the disability movement mm-hmm. further forward by this amazing show that she's, she did, um, cryptes, where lots of women with, you know, obvious physical disabilities um, did the most brilliant burlesque, oh, talking amazing. about being out and proud of their bodies yeah. and these sorts of dimensions i mean butch monologues another one fantastic mm-hmm. women doing things that are so interesting and pivotal in terms of getting people to change stereotypes so i mean there's I, there's too many to mention you've, you've loved it all <laughs> no honestly it's it, each year yeah. Um, yes, we strive, the whole team, and the Domino Pateman, Claudia Mache, that we, there's a lot of people working on the programming, um, and people put themselves forward all the time as well. But, you know, to have someone like this year, like Cressida Dick, the new head of the Met mm. Police, and she's absolutely up for it. Um, the, the ex-mayor of the city, uh, Fiona Wolf, this year, in the session, would I have been a suffragette? So... I, I, what I love is the fact that there's plenty of women who you might think of as quite traditional, and they are themselves prepared to be on a bill with, you know, young girls of 12 who they ha- who they haven't met, and they're just as interested in each other. Yeah, yeah. And it's that mix that's so exciting. Jude, um, what's your vision for WOW going forward? What should we expect from it in the coming years? Well, definitely all over the globe, as far as we can reach but also in smaller places. You know, now in, in this country, we've got Wow Norwich, Wow Exeter, Wow Bradford, Wow Perth in Scotland. We've done Wow Derry, Northern Ireland, Wow Chester. I want it to be in lots of different places. I think we as the Wow team feel that if we can get to lots of small places that perhaps have, you know, less of a sense of belonging to a big metropolitan hub, then the voices of you know girls and women in those places are just as important and they can also feel that they're part of the well movement the big thing i'm trying now to raise money for is something called the wow college 
which will be a, a, an online opportunity for people not only to access the festivals, but the themes, all the different themes that run through the festivals. We want to try to make it possible for girls and women to go deeper into those themes. And uh, anyway, not an not an academic college, like a non-academic college, mm-hmm. but that's that's a big ambition. Amazing. Dude, that all sounds amazing. And I mean, I think on behalf of us all, thank you so much for creating such an incredible event and giving us access to so many amazing, wonderful women. It's been an incredible thing to just be able to watch and be a part of. And I can't wait for more of it. So thank you very much. Oh, thank you. Well, it's, <laughs> we're, we're proud of it. We are indeed. <laughs> That's Jude Kelly, CBE, Artistic Director of South Bank Centre and founder of Women of the World. And if you've never attended one of the Women of the World events, I cannot encourage you more to do so. They are always, always brilliant. Um, we are about to have our badass balls ups. Yes, your Woo-hoo. problems, our answers. We're putting our thinking caps on, getting our best advice ready to go. Uh, but if you want to chip in, if you hear something you think you can contribute to, if you know a little bit about what to do with uh, difficult flatmates or uh, how to get a promotion, all those t- all those questions and more coming up, give us a call 03444991000 or tweet us at Talk Radio or at Badass Women's Hour. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.